Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, David Yontip. Oh my God, I'm obsessively stalking Shane Koff. You know, Gina Koff's son. Oh, is that how you say it? Keo? It's okay. You could say Koff. I always thought it was Gina Koff. You want want some good news? Do you want some good news? Yes. Kim D on the Patreon on Saturdays mispronounces things just as much as you do. So (laughs) she calls Jen Shaw Shaw. Jen Shaw. So I'm just like, I'm not being an asshole. I'm just, you know, everyone's going to know. No. Pronounces Kim is pronounced. Like, guys. Please correct me. Every, you know, there's gay clubs being shot up. I mean, come, can we just like save the drama for real life stuff, guys? I know. It's um, true. But thank you for correcting me. All right. Me. So Shane Keogh, I saw that. Is he married? Is that what just happened? Yes, he got he married. married. Okay. I used to he's think he married. was so hot. Now I'm sort of mm, meh. Nah. Sarah, let me tell you something. What? So what? many of them, so many people age great. And some don't. You know who age? I think, you know who gets the award for, I think, aging the best? Who? Well, two people in the housewives world. One, Countess Luanne Delisaps, who's just as gorgeous as ever. Okay, go and, on. And two, she wasn't really so put together in her heyday. Miss Ramona Singer. I mean, this bitch is like, 
She looks better at like 63 than she did when she first started the show. Did you see over the weekend, she was, I think she's in Florida or something, in a leopard dress. And everybody is like, look, we know that Ramona uses a ton of filters, but she's headed to 70 and she's never fucking looked better. I mean, she looked Done. I mean, I agree Stunning. with I agree with both those. Luann and like what I love about Luann is Luann has aged well being like a hard drinker. You know what I mean? Like that's that is not easy to do. And Luann is like okay. she has aged gracefully even with like a fifth of vodka. I know I think she's like semi-sober now. Anyway. Yeah, those two. I think look... Luann is drinking her Frosé and is a hundred percent sober. Oh well, good. Okay. Um, yeah, Shane. Um, so those, so those are. Congrats. So Shane, he got married. Anything? Any highlights? Well, um, he looks great. Um, obviously, Gina was there. Gina's two other children. It's so funny. They were like my fan Kara. favorites when that sh- when Gina was on the OC, and you know they were complete spoiled brats. On the show. I feel like they were kind of the, like before Brianna and Michael, like I feel like they were kind of the first breakout kids actually, right? Like we yeah. loved to lust over Shane back in the day. Oh my God. Shane was so hot. I mean, he's still a very nice looking guy. And I do think that Gina's I'm kids looking. and Vicky Gumbelson's kids, they were sort of, and and even the Osborne kids, they were like on TV before you really knew what being you know what I mean like they were unfiltered Natural. they acted were you a brat in high school by the way because I was kind of bratty I was bratty like I, I would mean, talk back to my parents a little bit I guess you'd have to define brat I mean no I think I'm a brat now oh really so so you were like yeah. really good well-behaved kid for your parents when you were in high school I got yeah I got straight A's and I studied and yeah, no, I didn't really become one of the cool kids until later in life when I rebelled against everything and everyone. Now I tell people to fuck off all the time, which I think is because I went to law school. Yeah, I'm going to mention I'm a lawyer again. So whoever <laughs> doesn't like that. I mean, there was one person who's like, told him to go fuck himself. Um, no, I was really good in high school. I am just a nasty brat now. Okay, well, I would have acted probably like Gina Keo's kids did if I had been on camera in high school. I, I I was kind of bratty and talked back to my parents. And yeah, so, but I mean, when they, those kids were on, they were complete shitheads, aside from maybe her daughter. Um, and nobody really liked them. And then Matt, remember the husband who passed away? I don't know. We're going down memory lane here of OC. But I always loved Gina. I loved Matt. Like, there's something about an MLB player to me. Obviously, Matt Keogh sadly passed away legendary um, MLB player and then their kids. Anyway, I have always loved Gina. And why haven't we seen, why have they not brought Gina back? Does Gina not want to come back? What's up with that? I mean, listen, she did my podcast. I think, was it last year? I do a, and we actually should talk about this. I wonder if I should do this again. I do a, they're really two popular shows. You know, you and I were just saying, what should we do over Christmas? We might, should we do the, I've always put it on Patreon, but now that we move Kim D to Patreon, should you and I do, they're very popular show, Sarah. I do a countdown, just a Bravo people, because that's where everyone's focus is, sure. of the 10 best and the 10 worst behind the scenes interviews of the year. 
So like you see me interview. So like if you want to know what happens off, I'll do it like excited. So you would we let's talk. Maybe that week between Chris. That's what. So we your our shows are usually Thursday, Friday. The Thursday we always start with the best. Literally the number one last year's number one interview was Carol Razwell for me. Oh my god! Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to do that on my own podcast too. I'm going to. I'm not going to do ten. I'm going to do five. I don't have the attention span, but I'm going to do the five, the best and the five worst. Yes. Even on the Sarah Fraser show. Okay. Tune in. I mean, tune into both because you take all your TLC thousand pounders and the brothers who fuck the sisters and you do that. (laughs) And here behind the velvet rope, which will be on your feet. Also, you're going to be, we're going to do the top 10 to one. And then we'll do the worst 10. Like, I think I forgot who my worst was last year. Who was it? I think it was like maybe Luke Gulberson was up there. He shoveled snow during it. Listen, guys, you misbehave behind the scenes on the behind the veil. So it's not just what happens on air. It's like the after effect. So and it's just it's also what you gave us. So Carol Raswell was like number one. I don't know who was the worst. Always been on Patreon. Kim D is now occupying Patreon. So you and I will put it out here for all God. the people to listen to. And yeah, I'm sorry. I'm calling you out. If you behave badly off camera, you get it. Like I think the year before... I don't know. I think Jill Zarin was on it, but now Jill and I are good. Love Jill Zarin. Let me make that very clear. Can you even remember who you interviewed this past year? God, I'm trying to think right now. Like, who the fuck are you? But I sit here, I said, Sarah, we are very professional here. I sit here and I go through every show that it started. And it's not who you interviewed, mm-hmm. it's who you aired. So like if I interviewed 13 people today, they're not going to air until next year. It's only what's aired from January 1 to whatever time we record this. We're, we're going to do this. You, you like like this idea. I love it. I absolutely love it. I love it. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying people, to even remember who I interviewed. Candy, you and I interviewed Candy Gal this year. So I'll be curious to see where Candy she ranks. Gal. See, and like people, people love the good, but then when it's the second day, when you do the top 10 worst people, that's of course with this, this, you know, sloppy audience here. And I say that with the best of love. They love when you're like, guess what? Guess what? This is when, when like you text David and you drive David crazy and you're in high maintenance, then it's all coming out guys on the end of the year show. So behave behind the scenes. And it's so bad because I have a major bridge I burned with a major publicist over a Bravo celebrity, which it's not going to air till next. It's, I, I couldn't help it. I think I told you about this. The person wanted like 17 edits and it's just the, the bridges burns and we're not editing and you guys are going to eat this shit up when it comes oh out. Oh my God. Anyway. Wait. Okay, okay. All right. So we're doing so that. So okay. everyone get ready. We're doing it. Sarah, <sighs> we're going to down and you will criticize and you could ask questions. 10 best and 10 worst. We'll figure out when we're going to record that and when it's going to air, but it's okay. going to air the last week of the year probably. Okay. I okay. Love it. Moving Go on. on. Oh, I was in, we'll get back. I was in Florida at Art Basel, at Art Basel, however you want to say it. I was there all last week. Remember, I was in Miami. I told That's you, and I had like right. a breakdown. Wait, wait, wait! And what happens at Art Basel? Is it just um, it's like different art installations, it, like art parties, right? Kind of. The well, first who? of all, you can like I saw two pieces I want. Like you look at art, like there's art for sale. Like there's art. So I actually. I bought my God knows what I bought a new apartment in New York. God knows when it's going to be ready. I'm going to show it off like Melissa Gorga showed off her home. Not as much, not for a whole week, just for a day or two, because it's going to be gorgeous. 
at this point, don't expect it anytime soon. 2024 is when they think it's going to be ready. It's in a hotel. We'll get into all that some other time in life, guys. Um, For everyone who thinks I talk about myself all the time, you guys know nothing about me. I, I really share nothing. So for all you people that think I talk about myself too, which actually it's split because someone slipped into my DMs and is like, please tell us more about you. I'm like, really? Wait, who, other people? did somebody recently leave you a comment with somebody like you talk about yourself all the time? Yeah, and by the way, this is the other thing I forgot to tell you. They left so now they left a comment that they also left it in the reviews. I forgot to tell you, I stopped reading. I don't read reviews anymore. I forgot to tell you. Oh, you you stopped? Why? I, I love that. read. Okay, so I read. I don't read the re reviews because if I say that, because I try to be authentic. If I say that, it's only about the business to me. I think reading the comments is business. It's like engagement. Let's grow the numbers. You know, there's that stupid alg algorithm. And by the way, the Instagram algorithm, there's nothing worse in the world. Um, so I feel like I'll read comments. Why am I reading reviews? Like, it's not tied to a business. Like, I'm not going to change. You can leave me the worst review. Go, go write something horrible with a one star. I'm not going to stop whatever you're asking me to stop. So so for everyone who's leaving great reviews, thank you. For everyone who's oh, leaving bad reviews, God. you're wasting your time because I'm never going to see them. It's just like, it's I, I stopped like a month ago. I forgot to tell you. And it's okay. like- Okay. I just got a really you, funny leave, like two if star. You a, you, if you leave a nasty comment, I'll get it. If you leave a nasty review on iTunes, knock yourself out. Write me up one. I will not get, I'm telling you, I swear to God, I stopped like a month ago checking them. The negative ones um, are my favorite. I love them so someone much. Someone left you two stars. Yeah. What did they say? They wrote, repeat much. I followed Sarah from behind the velvet rope with David Yontip. I love them together. I'm listening to today's podcast and not for the first time. I'm halfway through and I've realized that they aired this earlier. Like it's fine, but please reveal it's the same content. He's not even listed in the credits and david is leading the show this is too much you and i <laughs> recording a show and sharing it on both is the smartest <laughs> thing we ever it's i it's i love it and you know talk I, about bang for your buck we've been doing this for a year so for the for, for a while i used to just write you in all of them now i've gotten so fucking lazy i forgot to do whatever say, you want i just share them on the instagram because i adore you and i try to give you credit so people constantly know that we're working together but then i get lazy in the write-ups i forget to put your name and obviously this person two stars they're very bothered by that so david well, is leading the show there <laughs> <laughs> thank you for whoever's asking for my shout out do whatever you want love you um but so what you. was my point with that my point was i don't check reviews but oh so the well, art you, were on, you can look art at the basel. art you're, you're down at art basel and who have you seen there because i got text messages from you that you'd seen housewives i know that the food god was there kim kardashian was there so give me the scoop who was in miami madonna by the way every housewife is on the same diet that i'm on which also i had a hater say like how how dare i be on this diet like it's disgraceful i'm like i told this person to go fuck themselves um <laughs> Like, and I don't mean, like, I mean, I ran into people and I'm like, you look like you lost weight or like you look like you lost weight. And then we compare notes and everyone's, it's literally, um, it, like Meredith Marks was there. Oh, I love Madonna. Okay. What okay. Other, there was, there were a lot of housewives. I'm trying, isn't that what, The women from Miami must've been there, right? Was Lisa there? What was Larsa Alexia, Pippen? Alexia and Adriana were there. Okay. No, Larsa, I believe, was away. I have some Miami housewives coming up in person. I sat with them. I okay. mean, we went to the, the actual studio and we recorded. Um, I'm trying to, there wasn't really that much housewife drama. Meredith was looking great. 
the Kardashians. So it's like, it's, so it's that, and it's like a lot of parties too. Like we went out to dinner at Swan and like the Kardashians were there. So it's just a lot of, the best exhibit for me was like Madonna's sex book turned 30. So there was a whole, wow. like they took the pictures in the book and they did an art installation if you couldn't take pictures, but it's online. Like so Madonna was there and like, you know. Wow. It was just, listen, it was like a great week, but it was a horrible week because I literally, it's one of my worst work weeks I've had in a long time. I had 10 interviews and they were really like going to a studio and sitting sitting with these housewives. You have to travel to the studio, book the studio. You think the housewives are on time? So it's like, I always book extra studio time. It's like, it's just a nightmare. And then Bravo wants to know what's going. It's like, there's a lot of steps. So it was a great week. I am so happy to be home in freezing fucking Connecticut. I mean, in New York, and then I'm doing too many things once, and then I'm coming to LA, and then I'm going back to Miami. So I'm going to see you soon. Cannot um, wait. Speaking of LA, um, Erica Jane, tax board. Miss Gerardi. You know, I was thinking after I read this story, I thought, you know, she's never going to get out of financial ruin. I don't know. She really, I mean, I go back to, I hope the rumors are true that she's fucking Scooter Braun and and maybe moving in with him in his beautiful, you know, $35 million home in Brentwood. She, there's two huge tax bills out by the IRS to Tom and Erica. And really, I don't know. I don't know at this point what Erica knows, what she doesn't know. You guys all know that listen to this collaboration with David and me. I'm a huge Erica Jane fan. I don't believe she did know. I don't think she questioned where the money was. Maybe she thought it was ridiculous, but Tom was already Aaron Brockovich attorney at the time that she met him. I just don't think you question where the cash comes from. You just keep doing it and you're hot and you probably know he's fucking people on the side, but hey, honey, we've got two jets, you know? So... But this isn't good. I mean, she's been, ta- she, there was a tax lien out of over $2 million beginning of the year. She and her attorney slash, uh, she and her business manager slash accountant said earlier this year in court that they could, she could not pay it. Now they're basically. Shocker. Shocker. The IRS is basically saying, okay, we've given you a year. Because, you know, if you've ever been audited or whatever, I mean, they're relentless. Like they, they're going to get their money. They're going to get a response from you like. The IRS is the last, you don't want them. So anyway, they're basically back at her. And not only that, but they're saying, um, hello, you guys, we've done, we're doing audits on everything that Tom owes. Now they're saying Tom Girardi owes, and Erica, because they were married as a couple, now owe $4 million in back taxes in addition to the 2.2. So I don't know, you're the attorney. I don't know who pays this. I mean, Tom, has Tom filed for bankruptcy and does bankruptcy eliminate your tax debt no no that's the whole thing that's what i've been trying to say to people like even when i had emily baker who is fucking phenomenal on this podcast i am a lawyer she's a real lawyer this is what she does you know i stand by i don't think erica will ever be found guilty or there's there's no criminal it's we're over it's over there's no criminal charges coming against erica she's fine sorry to break it to everyone she ain't going to no jail um she's got a lot of financial problems and like regardless of bankruptcy you know the irs don't go away it's not you cannot declare bankruptcy and get out of taxes you never you know, can look, get out of your taxes the, ever never. i know the irx will wor- the irs will work with you they'll put you on a payment plan she's making a million dollars from housewives you know five hundred thousand is going to us or seven whatever it is but i mean the woman is working to Hey, I mean, and then I guess we could get into, you know, like, is she 
like living a pious enough life. I mean, you know, driving the Range Rover and all that and the Glen. But I mean, that's a whole nother thing. They claim but the document goes on to reveal that Erica and Tom have been found um, liable. And now they're looking at, apparently the IRS is looking to to take back even more personal belongings and other property to pay for the debt. Further interest in fees right. will occur, occur um, accrue, sorry, at the rate prescribed by law until paid. The Franchise Tax Board of California compiled with all the provisions of Part 10, blah, 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 Division Tax Code determining and assessing the tax. They said amounts are due and payable and have not been paid. Said lien attaches to all property and rights for such property now owned. And that's why if I were Erica's lawyers, not only would I advise her, don't, you know, mention victims or anything because it could like show guilt. I would also say that, you know, this is a whole part of why Erica is not in a way probably helping victims. You know, it's more like as a lawyer, look, the lawyer doesn't give a shit about the victims at all. I'm sorry. The lawyer gives a shit about Erica. That's their fiduciary duty. That's their, that's their ethical duty. Sorry, maybe not fiduciary. That that's 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 their yeah, duty. Yeah, sure. Sorry. Yeah. So, because uh, I'm reading this article at the same time, but I mean, that, so the point is, like, you have to say to your client, like, you can't be giving away any money for anything because, girl, you need it all. They're coming after you, and you know, again, I'm not crying a river for Erica. I'm just saying, like, she has financial. I don't think she has criminal problems. I don't think she ever will. That's my opinion. Um, I she has real financial problems like you say go find it i say go find the scooter brawn and also don't fucking piss rena off piss off kyle do not piss off diana don't do it girl that's you gotta you're gonna live with diana you gotta live with diana you better i mean you better be doing a collab with asher i mean get on his fucking piano do a that do a collab come out with a goddamn album let him pat the puss whatever it takes sis I mean, I do wonder what's going on in her inner circle because on in addition to this, again, this is reality blurb, blurb so I'm not sure, you know, I'm assuming this is accurate because they are citing legal documents, but they say she owes $4 million as well, she and Tom. I don't, I mean, it's just, this is getting overwhelming. Like, when will it end? Plus your lawyer fees. I just, I'm like, I don't know. I don't so, know. right. So that's where it's like, you know, yeah, like her life is, is better in a sense than it was two years but this girl has major major so that's where it's like right like if you major. didn't know any of this and you were just married and now you're inheriting this mess there's a whole other side and that's where yeah you have a moment of like compassion i i see your side listen kim d is right there with you she is all about being an erica fan and i'm like maybe not as pro as you guys but i'm not and i i see the side of it i do i i also don't think she knew I, I, I will agree. I, I agree with you. So, and then it's like, yeah, Tom, what, I feel what, it's a woman know. who now has to keep her head down. And, you know, it's to me, I still think her delivery is horrible, but you can't worry about victims or anyone when your life is just, you have to worry about yourself. I, I mean, you do. And it's so easy for people to say that when you're the one who's literally your life is ruined because of some man. You, you got to figure out how to live your own life. And then you could worry about everyone else. But I don't think she's anywhere near having it all figured out. Granted, we see her patting the puss, like you said, on the TV. And we can't feel that 
sorry for you. But look, even if Beverly Hills starts filming in January, it's still, if your million dollars is supposed to be deposited in like October and now it's not deposited for, it's still six months of making like zero from that source. It's a big difference. Oh my Half God. A year she that your has money's to not have, coming. She's got to be having, she has to have no money. I mean, she has to have no money. My thing this past season with Erica, I felt, and I thought she had a really vulnerable moment where she almost cried, but then Andy just moved on at the reunion. I mean, I I got Erica that she's basically saying, guys, I am a victim too, yet you all don't fucking care. All you're worried about is like that I'm not crying for the um, victims. And she's like, why aren't you guys crying for me? I... I I didn't. I was and in by love the way, with this man. I, I thought this man. I would have done anything for this. And I do think she genuinely loves Tom. Like, even though Tom is scum of the earth, you know. I mean, Tom made her dreams come true, even though he was robbing people to do it. Um, so I don't know. I get Erica. I just. I feel so bad for her. I just don't know how you come out of this because I'm trying to even think. Like, are we going to see her maybe selling like? endorsements like could you and I like buy an endorsement package and she promotes this podcast I mean I don't know you know is it gonna get there like I'll buy it I mean what's she gonna do to make money I I just think you ain't going on tour tour costs a lot of money go on a strip down tour because I'll I'll come but I mean I I told you and we don't need to rehash it I I saw that pretty mess shit and it was it was oh my god I literally this is before this I stood there before this, before this whole thing with Tom. And all I thought was like, this, this high maintenance bitch is driving, is bleeding this 80 year old man dry. Cause this is expensive. That is, I remember thinking that hmm. like, holy shit, you're not making money from this. It was like, they were in these small venues. It was like, how much are you making? I mean, I've done live podcasts. I mean, let me tell you guys, it ain't that much money when it's all said and done. Um, I but know. I agree with you. And I think she has real financial issues now. Now, moving along to, well, keeping it on uh, Beverly Hills for a minute. I don't know if you saw like Mauricio was on Watch What Happens. And he says the rudest Bravo celebrity ever. Listen, I also think that he couldn't really think of an answer right away. So he couldn't really think. He says a shocker, Lisa Vanderpump. I'm not sure. I just think, you know, he didn't really, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't think that because of this whole thing. I think, you know, Mauricio went, uh, okay, whatever. And he said that he um, immediately apologized to Garcelle after he realized that they were laughing. Not really much there, but Mo is getting doing some press because of buying Beverly Hills. I wonder if Kyle is just, I mean, there's no way, and Kyle has even said this, but like, she has to have just been like, oh. I don't want you to do this show. I mean, she says it. It's a business show. I told you I watched it. It was phenomenal. Why? I loved it. But between she... just knowing how, I mean, her and Farah and, and Alexia, like, you know, the media interviews, it's just like you're in the public. It changes things. So in you're not coming on behind the velvet rope for to, to file your nails. It ain't gonna end well. Like, that's how all the media is. Like, I think Holly's just like, I know how to play the game, and you guys have to learn for yourself. I mean, she's even said she didn't really want them to do the show. I, I don't blame her. I honestly don't blame her. Oh, interesting. Okay. I would think- Knowing like, <laughs> you know, every shit you take, every time you wipe your fucking nose, every time, you know, you piss incorrectly, someone's going to be there to tell you all the things they hate about you and how you're, you know, this and that. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. 
Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out Unatural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. I mean, also, by the way, we've also got a lot of angry people lately with us. Like, are you going to speak about Balenciaga more? I'm like, first of all, we spoke about it. I mean, if you don't listen to this and every word we say, I can't like. Did I we speak about you. it? I forget. Like, I have, a, I have like the memory I of spoke a about it with. I spoke about it on Patreon with Kim D. You know, and I really do confuse you and Kim because like there's just so much. We talk about New Jersey nonstop with Kim. So it's like I know you and I I'm do honored. lighter on Jersey, although we could talk about it. But I don't know. I thought we t- maybe it was all on Patreon with Kim. I thought we talked about it. I mean, I don't think we did. I don't know where we are. And it's so funny. I took a picture of a girl at, our, at in Miami who had a huge Balenciaga. Balenciaga. I didn't take her face, but I'm I'm like, apparently not everyone is like up on the like and not wearing it. I mean, I don't know what. It's very dark. I mean, I'll just say, you know, it's very, very dark. Um, And to me, there's just so many levels of failure on this like thing, you know, because obviously these kids are, are holding these bondage backpacks basically with like wine glasses around them. And then in one picture, there's this court ruling about child pornography papers. That's, that's very the thing I dark. Find the most, me too. I find that the most shocking. I do too. Now, you know, sadly, kids have been exploited. You know, if you think about it, you go back to the Cal- Calvin Klein was notorious for this, you know. Kate Moss, Bruh. Kate Moss was seventeen in a Mark Wahlberg, Brooke Calvin Shields. Klein. Brooke Shields was fifteen when she did that ad where she basically said, "Nothing comes between me and my Calvin's." You know, insinuating she's not wearing underwear. She's what? You know, I mean, this is like a fifteen-year-old girl. You know, I mean, brands have been in trouble over this stuff before. I find it gross because I think there's so many things you can do. And Balenciaga, I loved what they were doing. Their kind of look, and they, you know, they obviously paid Kim millions to outfit her. I think the scary part is, too, I don't know if you've paid attention to this very bizarre designer that they had, this woman that was kind of running it that's really fun. Here's my thing, too, and this is why, like, I like fashion and art, but some of the people in that world are so fucking weird, and I think that they almost, like, feel like they've got to be weird, and then they just let themselves get weirder because, you know, it's like in that world, the odder you are, like, the more people like you. The 
I, who's the woman? She's like a Russian designer that was head of Balenciaga. Her Instagram is now private or shut down. The images on there were very fucking strange. Kids like in all blackout bondage outfits or blood. I mean, she's sick. Or at That's least she where knows- it gets really strange and, and dark and I don't think she's been fired yet I don't again I don't know I don't work with these people I have no idea maybe she's the sanest person but she does these shocking images to just I don't know what she's like in real life as a stranger looking in you're like this is sadistic and they got something weird going on with kids like this is very strange I wouldn't buy them I don't own anything Balenciaga I'm glad to hear Kim K isn't moving forward with them. Um, And I think Kim did it well. You know, people were like, why isn't she saying anything? Why isn't she immediately saying anything? You know, guys, in every situation, like, let's give it a couple days to gather the facts. Like, she's worked with this brand for a long time. So I'm sure she called them. You know, she has a rapport with them. They've probably been very good to her. They're like, all right, what's, you know, she's like, what's going on? What's your stress? You know, you got to, like, give her a minute to get stuff together. I don't know, you know, who thought she was, like, Saying, oh, this is great, them exploiting kids. No one, no, not one person, everybody thinks it's fucked up. I just, it's totally fucked up. I just wonder, look, I mean, there is a housewife that said to me, I'm not, re- I will not reveal who, um, in Miami. Like, and listen, I, I, I'm not, like, what do, she's like, well, I don't understand what to do. Do I throw it all out? Like, do I, I mean, I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, ugh. It's what do you do if you're the average person? Like, it's to me, it's easy to say if you're Kim K or like Nicole Kidman was there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, listen, Kim Kardashian can doesn't need anything. She has billions. What do you do if you're the average person? And you're just like, let's all be honest with ourselves for a minute. Here, if I own Balenciaga stuff, two, two I things, would... Two things get to be true. It's, it's horrible. And now you have a closet worth... You know, $100,000 of Balenciaga stuff. And you can't give it to the real real. You can't give it to all these up. They're not taking it probably now. So what do you do? And you like it. Do you throw it out? No, I would wear it. Oh, David, you're so horrible. Really, guys, take a minute. Really have a minute with yourselves. Two things get to be true. I I don't know what you do. It's horrible. But now what do you do? Do you not want to wear it anymore? No, I would I wear the sweatshirt. I wanted the Balenciaga sweatshirt. And if I owned one, I would wear it. And then I would, would tack a, I would tack an asterisk sign on the back that said, fuck these pedo designers. But I paid a grand for this. I'm wearing there it. There you go. That, well, like, maybe I, would, well, made... I would rock that sign. I would. Like, you know, what are you going to do? You've spent a hundred grand. You're going to leave it in your closet? No, you're going to wear it. And I'd put a sign on myself, asterisk. Yeah, have fun with it. Well, I, I don't want to say have fun with it along with what they're doing with kids. They're really fucked up. And I mean, it's like, now did you see they were suing the the advertising company? Now they've dropped their lawsuit? That seems I odd. I saw that. I saw they dropped it. The, oh, the worst, the worst, somehow the worst part of it. Yes, that woman's crazy too. Like that Instagram. Oh, she's but very I, weird. I found the worst thing to be. It's like, they asked Madonna, like Madonna released like her 15, like t- her biggest hits like over the summer. And someone's like, you know, do you, it was like remixes. And someone's like, do you? like sign off because it's Madonna like you can remix the song without the person being 100% involved there was 50 of them they're like are you in, like were you involved in all these remixes she's like have you met me that's where it's like uh, for Balenciaga there was a point where they were claiming like we didn't really see all the, the pencils and documents that were being put on the table that's where I call bullshit like if you're there's someone's job who's the art director for this who's in charge of you know every lamp in, in, in a campaign right so you can't because they were saying like we didn't know that that document 
had that. I believe that though. Do you think you're you're zooming in? You think you're really zooming in on what that document is? I think you're thinking, ah, that's basically stock shit. I I wouldn't. If it were me, I think I would know. I wouldn't like. I would just say like, what is this? And I would, I would probably know. Yeah, I, I, I think I would know. And then like when Kim and I were talking about it on Patreon, Kim's like, can they bounce back? She's like, there's almost anything else they could have done. Look, we've seen a million people bounce back from everything. There's nobody canceled. I don't know when it's children. It's, it's a whole different thing. You know, all the angry people on my Instagram saying like, you know, are you going to hold these housewives accountable? No, I'm not actually. That's not my fucking job. Right to to whoever you think is wearing Balenciaga. I can tell you this. They're still coming on my podcast. Whoever wants to wear it, I'm going to interview them. I'm not holding people accountable and I'm not angry. I'm going to deal with my own personal feelings that I think it's disgusting and I'm going to move on. So, I mean, I know I'm not going to reach out to all my housewife friends and say, shame on you. You're a disgusting fucking pig next and spend my day doing that. I'm not. You can do that. You can leave me nasty comments. Don't leave a nasty review. I'll never read it could leave a nasty review. I just won't get to it. But no, I'm not going to, someone wants me to reach out to all the housewives and personally hold them accountable. Um, Call Andy Cohn. He's the one making $50 million a year off that. Anything else on this subject before we move no, on? No, it's just sad. It's disgusting and it's sad. And there's so much exploitation of children around the world. And I just don't know why you have to do it. There's so much fucking weird shit you can do with adults. And I think we see it in Hollywood enough. It's like, Why'd you have to do this? It's just, I mean, what more can we say other than we, it's like, we're, it's not okay. Silence is, is complicity. According to Lisa Rinna. I agree. I don't know what else now we're supposed to say. Like, I don't, did you, and what and what was Lisa? I'm reading Lisa. Well, Renna's Lisa Renna. People now. people want Lisa Renna to speak about it, and um, and this is the dumb part about uh, social media is everybody goes, you you need to speak about it. You need to speak about. It. It's like what the fuck does Lee? I don't know. Maybe is Lisa Renna been a sponsored Balenciaga person, or she's just bought Balenciaga. I think she's bought it along with a thousand. Like, I don't associate exactly. her with Balenciaga. So she's like, look, I think it's disgusting, but I'm also going to speak on Kanye West going on Alex Jones promoting right. anti-Semitism. You know, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm more important. I'm, I'm more interested in talking about that, which it's like everybody has the right to comment on whatever the fuck they want, you know? And then um, when she says that, I mean, I this is a little strange. When she says that, they refer to her and Harry's um, costume. You know, her and Harry... I don't know what they were again, but they had Harry had a swastika way back. It's from the past. I yes. don't know when it is. Yes, I know exactly. What That's the about. type of stuff that to me is strange. Like that to me is strange because now you're like an into. It's like it's just like what we were talking about with Lizzie Savetsky. Like if her husband did use the full N word, that's like what are you thinking? That's it's. Just, I do go back to that with with Harry and Lisa. Like I don't know what year it was, but still, who cares what year it was? Like. What made you say this is my costume and then to actually wear the swastika? I, I, you know, it's nothing to do with the fact that I'm Jewish and it's just, it's, it's, I'm not like I I'm over it because I get over everything, but it's that to me is very strange. Well, that was like 20, it was 20 years ago. Right. I think, you know, to me, we're in a different time now. People didn't know back then. I say, you know, it's like before 2010 and after 2010, I just think starting in 2010 with the rise of the internet and really knowing how different people and different cultures feel, I think people now are more aware of like, oh shit, you know, like wearing an Indian headdress is, you know, very offensive to, again, before 2010 at Halloween, how many times did you see that costume? I saw it a lot. I mean, I used to see it a lot in college. People would, you know, men, women, everybody seemed to. And and I think Harry probably being an actor and, you know, 
I don't know who he was trying to be, some rocker, psych, motorcycle, biker, ganger. You know, so you think, oh, I mean, Prince Harry wore a swastika, you know, in Vegas. I mean, people sort of do it as this, like, I, I think, like, joke, but it's not a joke because we know that this just fires up these weird, you know, hating people that are out well, there. Well, like, if you think about it, like, before we move on, Calvin Klein, like, today, there's no designer that would take a 15-year-old and say, like, nothing comes between me and my Calvins, you know? Or oh, a 17-year-old and- Kate Moss and, and Mark Wahlberg's holding her tits. Remember that topless photo? I mean, you would never have a 17-year-old on set nude uh, with a man who was over the age of 18. I mean, but, you know, again... Before 2010, people didn't, it was like pushing the envelope. People didn't think about that. But I think, thank God, the rise of the internet and seeing these fucking pedophiles and these shows like To Catch a Predator, I think it exposed like how disgusting and how like these sick fuckers are so fired up by these awful images. I just think you have to be more careful now. And it's like, there's so much you can do to be outrageous with adults. And also not hate. And who even who even wants to be outrageous? Anyway, you and that's I my problem. Start making that's out my problem at, at the start of the I, show. That would be like so controversial. And look at that. <laughs> that's my problem. And when you know, I say that I that I think all most of the other Bravo podcasts suck. And I'll say it again. I do. Not Kelly and Rick. Not Dana, our good friend. Um, not like Up and Adam has been great and given us shoutouts. There's definitely okay. Those are three good exceptions. Um. And you say, it's, it's, I, that's the problem. I think it's when these people try too hard. It's the trying to be outrageous and trying to have your sound bite. And oh my God, I'm going to be so dramatic. And I discover I, that is the shit that I hate. I mean, Kelly Dodd is not trying to be outrageous and shocking. This is really Kelly Dodd, guys. By the um, way, now that we say to just, Kelly I Dodd. I just laid three, three podcasts that I'm okay with, okay? Kelly and Up and Adam has been good to us. And Dana, our friend Dana. There he goes. Is there any others? I don't think so. Um, no, but I did. While you're on the topic of Kelly Dodd, oh, I did. Oh, and Carlos. I love my Carlos. And I love my Emily Baker. Okay, go on. Oh, my God. And then I want to talk about, can we talk, while you look for that, can we talk about Cynthia Bailey and Mike? Yes, They'll have the, 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 like, quickest divorce in the history of divorce. The only thing I'll say is Kelly Dodd had an interesting post yesterday. Remember the home that was featured on the OC that she lived in with her ex-husband? She brought up the Zillow um, screenshot that it's now Zillow estimated at $7.3 And she says, I'm sick that the house that I built is now worth this much, but I'm happy I have my husband and my daughter and we are happy. So basically insinuating, did her ex get this home in the divorce? He must have, right? I mean, he must have. It's so funny. I was on the phone with, um, I mean, I could say this. I was on the phone with Patty Stanger when I guess she got that Zillow from Kelly or someone sent it to her and I was like, oh, so I guess Kelly is said to get to her, her, her friends. Um, that's not revealing too much, Patty, about our phone call. Um, th- her husband must have got it. Yeah, sure. So I get it. Are you okay, Kelly? Because I mean, why post it then? I what? mean, I know you love your husband and your daughter and be happy for those People things. People wrote well, that. And yeah. she has a great rental house, Kelly. She fi- she fixed it up. You know, when she started fixing, she has something in Palm Springs. She could go rent Kelly Dodd's Palm Springs house. Yeah. Um. There you go, Kelly. You don't even have to pay me when you get your next re- re- renter off VRBL. Um. But it actually looks really nice. Um. Cynthia, how I don't understand. Cynthia Bailey said the. Re- I guess in the court documents, when you cite the reason for divorce. She cited, I guess, irreconcilable differences or whatever, but it made reference to the fact that Mike Hill cheated. 
and then he denied it and now she's taking it back. Is that true? Is that how that all played out? Yes. Wait. Yes. It's very. Um, it was so, in the court documents. It, yeah. This is a very confusing one. Um, so this, I'm, I'm curious, like what you think is going down here. But initially, there was some sort of court filing that became public that Cynthia Bailey alleged that um, Mike cheated on her. Then they both came out very publicly and said, nope, we're still best friends. That's not true. We're going through the court. We're going to have that scratch. That was a complete misprint. But then how I understand it from the New York Post and everything is no, like it's, um, oh my gosh, keep going. It's in the court documents. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's in the court. I mean, listen, I think publicly they're what? still standing by their stories that it's not... The problem is when you put things in a court document, they're usually true. I mean, it's in the court document, you know? And so Cynthia is saying, you know, I have love and respect. Mike is saying, I have love and respect for Cynthia. As you heard in her own words, which is her statement, there was never a time in our marriage, any inappropriate or adulterous relationships. Our marriage didn't work. We made the best. Everything you just said, everything you just said. Cynthia says, I've never accused him of adulterous actions. Yes, in the court documents, it says, do, 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 do. I'm just reading the actual words. It said, not only did it say adultery and cheating, it's there, they've actually moved to seal the records. So, although while Cynthia and her attorney yes. both deny, they deny the yes. cheating claims, there's a set of a motion to seal the documents, seemingly attempting to hide these claims. I mean, listen. I've had Cynthia and Mike Hill. This is where I'm like, I've both on my podcast, even right before this happens. <laughs> they both profess their love. I tend to think anything that's in a court document is true. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of I wild. mean, it's like lawyers argue things. I mean, you can argue why your client's this or that. But when you state facts, I mean, it's almost like you don't have to... It's like there's no, it wasn't needed for a divorce. You don't have to approve adultery to get a divorce, right? So right. you can get a divorce. So why would you put that in there if it didn't happen? That's just, that's my opinion. I think they're both lovely. I absolutely, I had Mike Hill on here twice. I had Cynthia on here twice. I think they are both lovely. I have no shade, no horse in the race. I absolutely love them both. I would never think that he would have cheated except for this statement. Why is it in a court document? Um, I, you know, did you really think they were that compatible? You, you, when you had them on, did you, you think that they, see, I, I, I love me no. some Cynthia Bailey, but to me, Cynthia Bailey's a woman that should never be married. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And again, I'm seeing the edit of her on TV, but I think, you know, oh my God. I mean, that woman is, no one's had cold feet. No one's been a runaway bride more than she has. Um, and she, she is, was Mike her third marriage? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I, you know, I mean, they didn't even last a so. year. You know, I mean, to me, I don't know. I just, I never thought they were that compatible. He never seemed that into her. I mean, he seemed into her, but I don't know. And to me, these relationships, aren't they exhausting? You introduce these people to your friends, your family. They all hang out, your kids. And then a year later, it's like, kaput. And it's kind of like, to me, did they do it for the TV show to have the wedding? No, I think they really, listen, I, like, 
they both listen i didn't have them on together i've had them on each like twice and twice you know i think they protested too much about how everything's fine look i think they have i think i agree i think they have great respect for each other i think they're just in love but they're not in love you know what i mean like i think they love each other as friends a lot of people that i don't see it um you're asking me about relationships being exhausting i mean i'm as single as fuck and like yeah i know you're preaching to the choir i don't understand them and the more you post that shit on instagram about how in love you are and shit bullshit you're miserable i know it's so uh, it's, and that's not directed towards them it's no look at tom brady and giselle tom brady and giselle for years every single birthday every single anniversary every kid's birth they were always proclaiming how in love how in love and now they're toast. I mean, you know, so I'm it's not, just, I'm not shocked again. Like I'm Erica not shocked. And Tom shocked me when that was announced. And then we have scandals that sh- I mean, I, when's the last time I was shocked? Am I shocked that the Chrisleys are guilty and that all this happened to them? No, they remind me of like Jerry Falwell in a lot of senses. Like, I mean, I I'm know, trying and aren't to think they of- driving you nuts with the, with the Christian stuff. They are very Jerry Falwell. It's like driving me insane. They, they just did their podcast and they were saying how God's got a plan. God, how about, you know, I'm sure God gave you a signal of right and fucking wrong five years ago. You think, what do you think? We're dumb. Like at this point, it's so stupid when I have faith. I love having faith. Whether you believe in the universe or Buddha, whoever you believe in, I think we're all praying to the same person just in a different form. I love spirituality, but this bullshit that they parade out about their Christianity values, it's like, hello, fuckers, when you are lying to the bank and bribing, you know, and and putting the heat on people, I mean, fuck off. Like, is anyone going to call bullshit? You have, you have. But I mean, I can't stand to listen to their podcast where they go on about Jesus Christ. It's like, yeah, okay, you fuckers. It's very Mary Cosby in the beginning of like, you know, God feels this. And and then there's that hot mic moment of like, you know, fuck these people. This is the cheapest <laughs> fucking congregation in the world. And wait a second, where is, oh my God, my Dior is on the floor. How dare you have my Dior bag on the floor? Is God right? Is God telling you that you're that you are a disciple and you deserve these things more than the next? Now look, person? we're all sinners. We are all sinners, right? We're all trying to just be a little bit better every day. But I mean, come on. There's some big, people know right from wrong. You know when you're taking money from someone else or lying on paper for money you do not have. You know what you're doing. That that isn't Christ showing you the way. And by the way, I also would like to apologize. I think I, I apologized to Dorit and PK on Patreon when I, you know, for something I said in the past I about them that. being the next two that are going to be, you know, a big scandal. And I said, I take that back. I'm saying it's Melissa and Joe. I also, which we're going to have to talk about some other I know, I want I, to because Melissa, I mean, uh, Teresa just did a great interview revealing more about their relationship and Melissa and Joe's marriage when they first got together. It was a good, it was a good interview. I saw and She says like that she never called her, but I also yeah. just want to apologize to i think i need to apologize to our our favorite dmv girls in the potomac i mean it, it's a, it's a there's a lot going on you, Jesus, we have to, you know what we have to talk about next time this big fight between wendy osefo's mother and mia i haven't even read about that what I no, because read... you remember the whole water, Stop. the whole water thing, and like the whole thing that happened on. Yeah, uh, Wendy Osefo's mother has chimed in and has read Mia for. I thought I sent all this to you. Has read Mia for filth. Like you come after my baby, <gasps> really? And you, you, Let's get so Miss Osefo's even... mom on. 
It's Ooh. really, it's not even wet. It's like the mother, her mother has come after Mia of like you. And let me tell you something, Mia clap back. Oh no, no, Miss Osefo senior ain't just, nope. She is not backing down. She's like really little girl. And I am paraphrasing, but it's between Wendy's mother and Mia. And I don't know. Oh my god! Potomac okay, is Potomac is Potomac's... bringing it. It's bring, it's bringing it way more than I mean Salt Lake. It's bringing it way more than the OC did. Way more than Atlanta did this year. Potomac is listen. If Beverly Hills is the gold standard and Jersey is second, I think Potomac is third. I That's do too. Kind of my gut, my gut of how it's playing out. In I would current crop and fourth for me is um, Salt Lake and fifth for me is Atlanta and sixth for me is um, OC the and OC. then you know New York is in the toilet until they show me something different. You want to see legacy? Listen, Lou. Oh, oh God, I got stuff to talk about. I got secret, secret information about legacy the next time. Honestly, I do. I got a call, but okay. I have I have a major. I, I can't do it now. We have to go. I have a major legacy update, which is like it might be announced by the time everyone hears this, but there's stuff brewing. I I I gotta take back what I said about filming the whole show and then they're gonna find out legacy is is it's popping guys i got stuff to say so next time follow sarah frazier and david yontef love you love you and we'll talk soon bye david